Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Mornings with Ron. Whether you're choosing to listen to our messages one at a time or you're choosing to binge listen, we're certainly glad to have you with us. And thank you for joining our podcast this week. You know, as I think about uh, what to do for the podcast each and every week, as you know, I try to put them into themes. And several weeks ago, I did a podcast that introduced you to my grandma Lola. And I know that we all have those people in our lives that just seem to guide us and make us become the people who we are. They give us uh, guidance along the way to uh, just help us navigate this thing that we call life. And she's certainly one of those people who was um, very close to me. I spent a lot of time with when I was growing up. So I decided to do a follow-up podcast to that previous podcast that I did. So in my previous podcast, you were introduced to Grandma Lola. This week, I'm giving you some more stories uh, on her. And I hope that you will enjoy hearing them as much as I enjoy remembering them. You know, growing up as a little boy in the 60s and 70s, it was a very different world. I spent a lot of time on the road with my grandmother, and we went out of town visiting family and friends, which often took us not only all over Florida, but all the states in between Florida and Pennsylvania, and one very special trip to Canada. And more on that trip later. Back in those days, there were a lot of hitchhikers, and most of the time they were military trying to get from one town to another. Some had just come back from the war, others were men that just needed to get somewhere, and no matter where we went, we never passed a hitchhiker without stopping to offer them a ride. This was a little unnerving for me, and even more unnerving for my mother, but my grandmother didn't care. Helping people was in her DNA, and if she saw someone in need, she helped. Now, granted, in those days, we didn't have the heightened concerns that exist today, But there was one particular instance that stands out for me that taught me a lesson regarding the power of generosity. On one of our trips down to South Florida, we happened to pass a broken down truck on the side of the road. It was some type of delivery truck, and the man standing by the truck trying to get a ride seemed to be in great despair. As always, we pulled up alongside the truck and Grandma spoke to the man to see what help she may be able to offer. He said that he believed he needed a part, but we were 10 miles outside of the nearest town. My grandma insisted that we take him into town to get the part that he needed, and off we went. Of course, we waited, and as soon as the part was secured, we took him back to the truck. But did we just drop him off and go on our way? No, grandma, of course, helped him fix the truck. When he was done, he went to the back of the truck and took out a little box and handed it to me to say thank you. You see, this was no ordinary truck. The reason he was in such despair was that he was hauling packaged food that the astronauts used on their space flights, and that was exactly what was in the box that he gave to me. To this day, I wish I saved it, but I was hungry, and so, of course, I ate it. However, in consuming it, I also learned a lesson of compassion and caring that resonates with me all these years later. A small act of kindness can often be rewarded with a corresponding act of kindness, even when it isn't expected. Most likely today, one would never think of picking up a hitchhiker on the side of the road. But the world's a lot different and a lot scarier than in those days. My guess is that if there's any chance there are cars in heaven, Grandma's door is still wide open to anyone that she passes. You know, they always say after the death of a loved one that there are signs that happen so that you know that they're there and still with you. For me, with the loss of my grandmother, there are two ways that remind me that she'll always be there. 
Maybe they're in my mind or my imagination, but they're things that center me and keep me sane when times are craziest. My grandmother's favorite bird was a cardinal, and her favorite color was red. And within weeks after she passed away, a cardinal started peering in the bushes right outside the pool area of my house. I'd been in the house for four years and never seen a cardinal anywhere on the property. And during the major parts of my mourning period, the cardinal appeared almost every day. It almost seemed to be there just when I needed comforting the most. And once I got more comfortable with the fact that she was gone, as quickly as it came, the cardinal disappeared, and I haven't seen it since. Once the cardinal was gone, a different thing started happening to me. Whenever I am perplexed about something or missing my grandmother the most, I somehow always see the repeating numbers 1111. Sometimes I happen to look at the clock at 1111 in the morning or 1111 at night or 111 in the morning or night at just that moment. I'll be driving behind a car and multiple ones are in the license plate, or I'll see phone numbers or other numerical items that contain the repeating ones. I don't see these all the time, but they seem to appear when I need comforting the most. I was my grandmother's first grandchild, and I feel that there may be some correlation. I believe that although our loved ones may leave us in body, they're always with us in spirit. And when we have such an emotional bond and connection with them during their lifetime, that connection remains long after they're gone. It's not weird science or unworldly occurrences. It's a manifestation of the love that we shared that continues to bond us. I'm sure we all have people that we were once close to that we still feel close to today, even though they might be gone. Feeling their closeness is a beautiful part of life that is natural and wonderful. And even if the cardinal and repeating ones in reality have no correlation at all, in my mind they do, and I use those moments to remind me that although she may no longer be physically here, she will never be truly gone. I wish for you the same connection with a loved one that you have that may be gone. My grandmother was a strong woman. She had to be, raising three children on her own in the 1940s after my grandfather left. She would often tell me stories of the hard times that she experienced and how difficult it was to make sure that there was food on the table and clothes on her children's back. She wasn't afraid of doing the hard work that she needed to to make that happen. She worked in a canning plant and a meatpacking plant for years until she finally landed a job at the Florida School for Boys, where she worked for over 40 years. Until the time she retired, she was the warehouse manager, and it was normal for me to go see her after school and find her driving the forklift, moving pallets around. She kept meticulous books and records, and her warehouse was spotless. In the early years of her children's life, she often said she would not have been able to put food on the table had it not been for the assistance that she received from the Salvation Army. However, she would also say that with that assistance came responsibility. For most of her life, until she no longer could, Around the holidays, you would always find her out in front of a store with a bell in her hand and a kettle by her side collecting donations. With her job, she no longer needed them, but she knew they needed her, and she never forgot that. You see, her strength came not only from her religious beliefs, and she was definitely a woman of God. They came from her ingrained belief that no matter how little you had, you always gave back and thanks for that which you were given. I really believe that it was her struggle to survive that gave her the will and the passion for taking care of others later in her life, a gift she so wonderfully passed on to me. When she passed two years ago, we were going through old photos to make the collage for her service, and I came upon many pictures. Not only did they exude the strength and vitality that was so her, 
They showed a woman prepared to take on life no matter what was thrown at her, and take on life she did. There is no doubt in my mind that up in heaven, she's still driving forklifts, keeping spotless warehouses, and ringing bells. Now, the Bring Smiles to Seniors program was started because of my grandmother, and it will live on in her memory. Because it was started in the last year of her life, I often wondered if she ever really knew that I had done it. I told her about it and described it to her, but the mute reaction that she had to my description left me wondering if she truly knew. On one of my visits to her, my friend Linda, who's been with the program from the beginning, accompanied me on my visit to her senior community in Okeechobee. We had decided that we'd do a card delivery on this visit and hand out cards to the residents there. However, when we arrived and found my grandmother bright and alert that day, we came up with a much different plan that turned out to be one of the best decisions we ever made. Usually, when we went into communities, we hand-delivered the cards to the residents one by one. We have a little chat with them and tell them to have a wonderful day, and we get to see the smiles on their faces when they open their card that has come from a complete stranger. Sometimes they couldn't see well enough to read the card, and we read it to them out loud and watched the brightness that came across their face. On this visit, we got the idea to have Grandma do the deliveries herself. So we loaded her up with cards in her wheelchair, pushed her through the aisles in the community, and began the most amazing journey with her. As you can tell by now, helping people was at the very core of her being. Even in the late stage of her life, that gene never left her. The smile on her face as she handed the cards to the residents gave me the answer that I was looking for. She knew what we were doing. However, not only did she know, she was part of it. She laughed, she smiled, and you could tell by the look on her face that she was in her element as she handed each resident their card. It is so important when dealing with dementia and Alzheimer's patients not to forget that they are still people. Treat them like they understand and give them a reason to be present. This moment was not only heartwarming and fulfilling for us, it gave her an hour of normalcy where in that point in time, she was who she always was when she was at her best. From Grandma's smile with the bag of cards in her lap at the beginning of the delivery, to the high five with Linda when the delivery was finished, every moment was filled with a sense of accomplishment. However, this visit will always be dearest because it was then that I knew that she was aware of the program and what we were doing. I believe in all my heart that she understood, and at that very moment, she infused Brings Miles to Seniors with the lifeblood that will keep it going for many years to come. If you encounter a person with dementia or Alzheimer's this week, give them a hug. Let them know that they are loved. Treat them as if they are still there. It will give both they and you a reason to smile. This year will be the third anniversary of my grandmother's passing, and I often reflect on this wonderful legacy that she left me. On every visit to her nursing home, I knew we were going to be able to turn her fight with dementia into something positive. From an early age, she taught me the importance of taking care of the elderly and ensuring that they were shown the respect and care that they deserved. From my first visit, I started to recognize that there were many that were not as fortunate as my grandmother to get visitors, cards, and other items. My mom and aunt were so wonderful at ensuring her room was decorated for all the holidays. Her cards and pictures were posted around the room, and there were things around the room to brighten up the concrete walls. I had assumed this was the norm. However, as I walked the halls with her and observed other rooms, I soon learned that this was not the norm, but rather an anomaly. I know I had to do something and decided to ask all my friends and family to send cards that I could then deliver to residents in my grandmother's community so they too could have something bright for their room. 
The response I got was overwhelming, and from there, Bring Smiles to Seniors was born. I combined my business expertise with amazing support from my friends and family, and in March 2016, the journey began. I now do this with five amazing volunteers, and the one thing I always remembered along the way was my grandmother's mantra, never do a job unless you're going to do it right, never start a job unless you're going to finish it. My grandmother's spirit will always be at the core of the Bring Smiles to Seniors program. Her spirit keeps the passion alive in me to continue this journey for as far as it will go. Turning her fight with dementia into what we do today has built a legacy that knows no boundaries. Those first cards have now turned into almost 100,000 since the program started in 2016. Through this program, we have continued to connect the circle of life and involve Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, elementary schools, high schools, colleges, civic organizations, and corporations. We have taught people the power of one single card. We have provided opportunities for individuals to get involved that may not have otherwise had that chance. We have given people a new purpose. We have become so much more than just a card delivery service. We have built a community, a family, and a network of the most caring people on the planet. Although my grandmother's passing makes me sad, I try and turn that sadness into celebration for what her life meant and now what her legacy means to so many people. Looking down on us, I hope that she's proud that we are doing the job right and smiling along with the thousands of seniors that are benefiting from what we all do. So that's it, another episode of Mornings with Ron. I hope that you enjoy these stories of my grandma Lola as much as I enjoy telling them. They certainly serve as an inspiration for me for what we do every day in the Bring Smiles to Seniors program. As I mentioned, we are getting close to having delivered our 100,000th card since we started the program in March of 2016. We've grown from 7,719 our first year to 24,000 cards just in the first quarter of 2019 alone. We couldn't do it without the wonderful people who are a part of our program, the people who supply us cards, the people who decorate cards for us, the people who donate money for us to get postage and supplies, and those who believe in our cause and our purpose as much as we do. So as you go out into this world this week, think about Grandma Lola, think about the smiles on those seniors' faces, and always do what you can to be the reason that someone smiles. 